This is your host, Vernon Terrell, with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And welcome back. We are again talking with Mike Haswell. Mike, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. And Mike, as you, uh, uh, we talked last uh, episode, uh, talked a little bit about uh, the history, uh, your uh, background, and the history of storing treasures. And for those, again, if you uh, missed last week, go back to last week because we really, until last episode, because we talked about uh, this idea of what's the real issue. You know, you hear about this finances being so important with marriages, and then you got all this high divorce rate, and a lot of it's about money and mm-hmm. a lot of conflict in marriage or relationship or uh, relationships are about money and and the money is I think to sum up some of the things you said my it's really a symptom that's right it, it is it's it's not money that's you know they, like you had said earlier you know money is the root of all evil that's not true uh, it's the love of money that is the root mm-hmm. of all evil and, and and it's important that there's a very very distinct that that the, the, the good use of stewardship, and that includes ourselves, steward, stewarding who we are, understanding who we are, uh, really, you know, begins with, you know, God's plan for our life. And um, and so that's the that's really the, the whole point of of this ministry is starting with how God uniquely created you. Mm. And and again, folks, if you want to know more, you want to check them out, go to storingtreasures.com. It should be in the notes uh, on the podcast description. We'll have it there, but uh, in the show notes, but um, storingtreasures.com to really find out more. But we, uh, just to sum up a little bit from the uh, last episode, we did talk about uh, where uh, Mike's working with years, uh, uh, over years of experience, counseling individuals and couples and finding that you know, there's times where things just click. It's like, you know, in the, in some of the old financial models, you had a script and mm-hmm. the script works for certain personality types, you know, depending on who wrote the script of how to help somebody and help couples financially, the script works mm-hmm. if it was written and designed for you, how you view and, and interact with money and, and basically your temperament. It works, but for everybody else, it just doesn't quite work. And I think you found that um, in your in your experience working, especially with couples, but individuals as well. You found that um, the script didn't always work. That's right. It's and as you aptly asked me last uh, podcast, it wasn't working in my own marriage as well. I mean, I was struggling with the same things that I talk to people about today and, and that we were so different. And it's an interesting kind of story about how this thing, this uh, ministry really even began because I had uh, rushed home after um, doing a couple counseling sessions, volunteer coaching sessions with people. And I, I had just felt like the Lord was you know, talking to me that, you know, that I've seen this before. I've seen it before. Like I've, I've seen these styles before and, and at that point, I didn't know what that meant. I just felt that I had there were patterns that were developing in some of the communications I was having and 
my uh, oldest son, Tyler, who works with me in storing treasures, he had a football practice and I grabbed a sheet of paper and a pen and him <laughs> and I got in the car, drove up there. And as he was practicing, I, and I have actually still have the envelope. I drew a cross <laughs> on an envelope and, uh, and I, I started to write down these, uh, in fact, I'm grabbing it right now. I started to write down these, um, these traits and, and, and in four boxes. It's almost like dynamics that you are writing down. You're trying to figure out the dynamics that you were exactly. dealing with. Exactly. It is, it's so bizarre. I mean, I, I write down, wrote down, you know, different, uh, like six or seven per area. And I didn't know what to call them yet. Like I would call somebody a risk averse saver or a juggler or a hoarder or a spender. I mean, these aren't really positive terms, but that's the, that's the challenge, the weakness areas. And, and I started to think back to, and you've, you've heard of the disc profile and mm-hmm. I came home and I said, Oh, there's this disc profile, which is very common, but this is something that's a little bit unique and different. And, and back in, the, in in Christian circles, they would talk about animals as personalities, the golden retriever, mm-hmm. you know, the otter, the beaver, the lion. And, and, and there's something to this four quadrant, area. And so I I sat down and said, well, how, it's one thing to, I'm starting to develop what these are, but how do I help someone determine their own style? And I said, the best way to do that is through an assessment. And so over a period of 18 months and hundreds of, I will call them guinea pigs, right? Because out of the gate, I'm just trying to get this thing right. I developed a set of questions um, and words, words that describe you, and then 16 financial questions, and over time, develop this assessment that uh, that people could take and and be able to understand themselves. So, so over that 18 months, put a lot of people through it, and then now we've had thousands of people. You mentioned thousands earlier when you you know talking about ministry and, and how it supported people. We've had thousands of people at this point. That have gone through the assessment. Uh, churches, many different churches have gone through it. Some employers, and then obviously a lot of one-on-one. And um, over time, that assessment has really held true. I haven't changed anything because we put so much time and effort in on the front end um, and made some tweaks. It, it, it seems to really fit uh, people's styles. And it, and it's one of the things that I do want to be clear on is we're not pigeonholing people. We're not saying you know, you're, you know, you're this way and, 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 you know, you're only this way. You can't be anything else. You can't be anything else. And so what's funny about that or interesting about that is that it's a scattergram. And uh, in this scattergram, for example, you can have traits of other personality types. And I've done this long enough to where if someone may call, so again, we'll take my wife, for example, she is a true cruise director, that, Mm. that style, she doesn't really share many of the other traits of the other styles. Cruise director fits her. Then someone else will say, you know what? I I felt like I was a statesman, but I also really, really uh, connected with the litigator quadrant. And I would ask them, what were your, what were your points? What was your, what were your two numbers, your horizontal and vertical? And invariably they're close to the line. That's me. I am a statesman, but I am a, um, I, I'm a, a, an assertive statesman, whereas mm. I'm close to the line going to litigator. And there are some days I might take it and I might be a cooperative litigator, but 
but I'm always in this small area, but I share traits of statesman and litigator. Whereas again, my wife is more cruise director. So, so by people understanding their own style, uh, and I'll talk about that in a bit to each one, but it's important to go through the assessment because it really helps you learn about when you read that profile, it's like, oh yeah, that really speaks to me. And I would say for the vast majority of people, it, it, it highlights some of the things that their strengths and some of the challenges they have. So let me ask you, and we're going to mention this at the end as well of this podcast prayerfully, uh, but uh, you mentioned an assessment. Mm-hmm. Do you have an assessment tool at storingtreasures.com available? We do. We, 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 we do. And uh, what's interesting is, you know, we've talked about this before over the past uh, seven months, we've been building out a completely brand new online way for people to be able to take it in the past they would have to take it um, and, and, and we would handwrite them down and have to score it. Now it's done for people. So on next week, today is uh, the 20th, next week, 25th, 26th, this assessment will be on our homepage of our website, brand new website. People can go in, they can take the assessment. It will tell them their style and personality and also the two numbers I was just telling you about, and they can learn more about themselves right there on our website. That's amazing. And we're going to uh, mention that again at the end. Now, you have uh, spoken a lot about personalities and a lot about these these personality traits. I love your story of how it's like God was just, and, and, you know, God was speaking. And I do believe God speaks to us today. And I know it's not an audible voice or a, or a, 1200 foot Jesus or whatever the number was, but uh, it's, but God is God. He does speak today. And Mm -hmm. I think he also speaks um, through our experience as, as we're walking uh, in faith, we're gaining experience and we're listening to the promptings of the spirit as we're walking. And, and all of this is just, it comes together and it came together in that moment for you uh, on that envelope. And would you describe these uh, first give the overview of the four personalities and the axis. What are some of those dynamics? And then uh, let's go into some of the traits uh, of each one. Sure. Be happy to. And I, and I, and I'll say Vernon, before I kick this off, you know, as we talk about personality and we work with people, there's that piece, just the under, we all want to learn more about ourselves, but the really neat part, the cool part is when people start to apply it. When they're actually in their handling of money, they begin to apply it. So I'm going to I'm going to highlight the the four personalities and then, you know, we can perhaps talk about application as well. A little bit about how how some of these styles uh, work differently uh, than another. So I'm going to start with the the, the personality uh, called cruise director. Okay, So the cruise director. Uh, to, to give you some background on all four of these, um, every one of these personalities thinks and behaves a certain way. The cruise director um, thinks instinctively or spontaneously. That's that's how they think about money. Uh, See the shoes, want the shoes, buy the shoes. There's not a lot of of, of, working through the the machinations of, can I afford it? Should I buy it? It's it's typically going to, it comes very naturally. They see something they want and they, they want to buy it. And then they behave cooperatively. So a cruise director 
if you think about or have ever been on a cruise before, what's the job of a cruise director? Well, nobody wants to get on a boat and find someone standing there that's you know in a bad mood and doesn't want to help you. Cruise directors are pleasant. They are cheerful. They know all the activities that are happening on the boat. They are there for you. They are fun and inviting. And that is how our financial cruise directors are. These are the folks. So it's not a cruise dictator. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. It is definitely a cruise director. And notice the term. Director, got it. Director. Notice the term director. People think, oh, some might think, well, cruise director, uh, they just want to spend money and they don't really plan at all. That's not true. Cruise directors are outstanding that I have found at short-term planning. It's a sprint, not a marathon. So you, you have to really understand that, that in the way that cruise directors are instinctive and behave cooperatively, money is a means to an end. They don't like long-term planning, typically. They, they really would rather not have to deal with a lot of the financial machinations of making things work. They, they really just want to enjoy themselves and they want to, uh, to not have to fight over money. That, that's not something they want to do. They're going to be much more laid back and, um, and, and again, more focused on the short term and, and more focused on what makes them unique in, in that way. So cruise directors, again, I'm married to a cruise director. Uh, and so, um, you know, I, I know that, that style very, very well. And, and the other style that behaves cooperatively but they think analytically. So there's a difference between the cruise director and the statesman is the way they think is the statesman, the statesman. So if you think of a statesman, you know, who, who comes to mind, Colin Powell, you know, those that are good um, mediators, someone who's cooperative, but analytical that can help, you know, hash out, uh, get two people together that are fighting and come to common ground. And that's why the statesman's, um, I would say visual is a balance, right? They're, they're a scale. On one side of the scale is their cooperative nature. On the other side of the scale is their analytical nature. And they're balancing those two. They don't want to, they don't want to make waves typically, but they know financially they're very good long-term planners. They, they instinctively know and like to plan. They like to prepare. They like to, 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 to be able to work with people to help them through their struggles. Uh, the, the, the challenge for statesmen many times is they, they're not pushing themselves from an assertive standpoint. So they tend to set goals that are a little bit easy to reach and, or they really don't want to fight about money. So if they're married to an assertive personality, that can be a challenge. So statesmen have a, have a unique style and how they, and how they think and behave, again, from that cooperative and analytical nature, really enjoy long-term planning. So, so then the third personality type is the personality type that is going to be completely opposite from the cruise director. Um, it's called the litigator. So the litigator is assertive and analytical. They're analytical like the statesman, but they are assertive personality. So when you think of a litigator, what are they good at? Litigators are good at arguing and winning. That's that's what they like to do. They win. They pay. They pay a, a, a and put an important premium on being right. And very good long term planners 
They will tell you their opinion. They're typically leaders. They're going to be out in front. Um, and so uh, they're, you know, it's, it's, you know, is everybody ready to go? They're not too concerned about that. They're going. They're, they're going to be, they're going to be really taking that, taking charge. And so the litigator style is interesting in that they tend to think, well, uh, you know, from a financial standpoint, they do have a really good knowledge of what needs to be done. The key is they've got to learn how to cooperate better with some of the more cooperative personalities. It's going to, they can come across as overbearing. They don't tend to have, you know, they don't have tend to have as much of a giving personality as a cruise director does. A cruise director, very giving litigator. I got to hold on to it. Remember, we talked about the clenched fists many times. Mm. They do struggle with: is it God's or is it mine? And so there's that style that 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 is important to understand. And then the fourth personality type is the personality type that, like the litigator, they are assertive. But they think spontaneously like the cruise director. And this is the race car driver. So Tyler, my son, is a race car driver. He and I think very differently. Uh, and, and the way that he goes about problem solving um, is going to be more, again, more instinctive but and assertive. So, he, you know, a race car drivers really good uh, at um, what I would say if I was going to go buy a car, I wouldn't want to take a race car driver with me. Very quick on their feet, very willing to say their piece, very willing to to uh, to, to to you know make a statement. Um, the what what they're what they tend to be more like the cruise director is they're going to be more spontaneous. So the thing that race car drivers, great salespeople, very charming, um, tend to be very hopeful uh, about the future. Uh, and and willing to get in there and, and don't want, and don't give up. I mean, I call them you know very very you know not only persuasive but um, focused. The key with with uh, race car drivers is not changing course. Right? They'll get on a plan. It'll be a month or two, and then they're like, oh, you know, I'm gonna actually that's not working. I'm gonna go over here. Well, okay, that's not working. I'm gonna go over here. It's the it's the term I call the juggler. And and when I sit down and counsel race car drivers. Typically, they don't have a written plan. It's all up in their head. You know, it's 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 all this combination of a lot of different things they are working on, and they are thinking about, but they haven't really committed it to paper because they like the flexibility of being able to change on a moment's notice. So that race car driver style, again, very good salespeople typically. Um, and so those are the four. That's a, a very general view, but those are the four that really key off of, again, how do you think and how do you behave? So there's the dynamics that are pushing and pulling here are the um, analytical versus instinctive and the cooperative versus the assertive. Mm -hmm. And it's those dynamics that are in play. Is there one best way? No. So that's is a great there one, one. Is there one right, biblically scriptural, one right way? No, no, there's not. Um, and that's a really good question because a lot of people think that there is, um, and often they think it's their way. Well, yes, and I will tell you the ones that typically fall into that trap. And again, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to overgeneralize, but uh, when I was 
creating this, um, I gave it to my brother and uh, he took it and he said, oh, good, I'm a litigator. And I said, well, why is that good? He goes, everybody wants to be a litigator. <laughs> and I told, I told my spouse, I said, Tanya was actually standing over there. I said, hey, did you hear that? Do you want to be a litigator? And she's like, I would rather stick forks in my eye than to be <laughs> a litigator, right? I don't want to be a litigator, but, but litigators many times uh, do, th- and, and, and to their credit, uh, I mentioned on the Blast podcast, the couple, the cruise director couple that, uh, that I said you need to bring someone around them. I actually pointed across the room to the litigator table and I said, do you know anybody over there? And they said, oh yeah, we know John. He's great. We enjoy talking to him. I said, you want to partner with John? John can give you some feedback that you typically um, aren't going to get if you two are just talking about this together. So again, it comes to diversity, bringing people around you. But there is not one right way. And, and that is, a, you know, there's a lot of people that have many scars from trying to manage their money in a way that does not work for them. And I get it. Um, I get it when you, somebody's standing over top of you, or you're reading and they're like, you know, pay off, pay off the highest interest rate. That's what you have to do. That's the most financially sound way to go about this. And yet it doesn't work for them. They need quick wins. Their style needs to, to needs something that's going to be a win. So they'll keep moving forward and not give up. And not for giving some, up is the key. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For some, uh, the, you know, we, we use that very dirty word budget, mm-hmm. um, uh, but for some budget, there's only one way to do a budget and you've got all of these different categories. And if your categories for that budget is empty, well, you don't do anything uh, for that. Or you don't even pl- put a budget number in for the fund category because, well, I'm trying to pay off debt. And I need to, and so it's this delayed gratification, which mm-hmm. for some personality types is really okay. It's motivating. Uh, and this is somewhat the illustration you gave last time, but for others, um, it is death. It is. It is. And and I'll tell you, I'm or be speaking at a conference next month, and I was uh, I, I enjoy reading Kiplinger magazine. Uh, it's got a lot of good tips in there. But I have read this one article. It's called Money Smart Women. And the title of it is, Honey, We Need to Talk About Money. And uh, and it's a couple of the quotes in here. Um, I'll read to you and then show you that this is not a gender, at least from my perspective, a gender issue, but it is a personality issue. Some of the quotes in here are, in my experience, I've noticed that men often tend to think of finance as a hobby while women consider it a chore. Well, I don't see that at all. What I see as my wife is uh, does consider it a chore, but not because she's a woman, because she's a cruise director. There are as many male cruise directors as there are female cruise directors. Mm. My daughter, who is just got engaged, she um, she is completely different from my wife and how they handle money. She, handle money. She wants to manage it. She is on top of it. I don't know if I've met someone more on top of it. She considers it a hobby and enjoys doing it. And her future husband is going to be happy as pie to let her <laughs> manage that and work with him. And, and this is this is 2022 and we're still talking about gender like this. And again, it's just my, my mm-hmm. feeling that's not accurate. 
That is not an accurate portrayal, and it's stereotypes by gender, which which I think there's so many women out there that um, that are again that that do understand that 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 are on top of it, and perhaps they're married to a spouse where he would rather not manage it. And I see that over and over again. And, but that's important. and that's okay. It's not. That's absolutely I think okay. we get often in Christian circles. That we say, all you know, the man is to be the leader. Right. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, what is that? I think we need to really define that because being a leader doesn't mean that you are, are to do you do everything and you do everything well and you do it first. That's not a, a leader. I think in the context of Ephesians four and five, is that um, as Christ gave Himself for the church, the man leads in giving himself uh, to his wife. We think, right. oh, we, we talk about this Christian idea of the women should submit and the men should lead. And if you actually read a little above that, it says we're to be submissive one to another. And then it goes mm-hmm. on and says, men, love your wives. Husbands, mm-hmm. you know, love your wives. What's that in the context of, of submitting ourselves one to another? Basically, men go first. Go first mm-hmm. and, and lead and, and model this idea of deference uh, to your spouse, loving uh, loving her. And yes, men, uh, there are some certain genetic differences, biological differences. Mm-hmm. I, I do think uh, men should uh, be leaders. It's, it's how we define leaderships. We lead in love. It's how we do. Uh, and mm-hmm. this idea that men are the only ones who can touch the checkbook is a 1920s, 30s, 40s <laughs> uh, concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. I think, as you're saying, there are we need to understand our gifting, understand mm-hmm. our personality, our temperament, especially in this, uh, as you've described it. And where does that budgeting or or handling the checkbook, who really likes it? Who might fit more in that role? We need to talk about that, not a gender, men or male or female type of uh, scenario. That's that's exactly right, and, and that that you're right within Christian circles specifically, that is something that people tend to struggle with. Well, the, the man's supposed to be the leader. Well, managing the money doesn't you know make you the, the you know leader or awarding over your spouse, whether you're a man or a woman. It's it just become it's, it's more natural for you. It it, it becomes and in in your and and the other and your spouse more than likely is thrilled. That they don't have to do it. If mm. they're not, if not wired that way, they don't want to do it. And a lot of times, what will happen is because the assertive spouse sometimes will take that over, and the analytical spouse, if they're cooperative, like a statesman, tends to not want to rock the boat. Then you do. That's when one of the examples of a marriage can struggle because it really is important for the for the statesman in that relationship to say, you know, I'm I'm better suited to handle this. Um, and, and we want to work together and, and I have found just changing that dynamic can have an amazing impact on the quality of the, of the stewardship that couple and that family is able to do. And I think, as you said, it it really, the underlying issue is how are we, are we communicating? Are we Mm -hmm. on the same page? That's, well, let's talk about what is the page that we're, what do we want to uh, do with our money? Well, one style or one spouse, one person may say, well, I really like to have fun and vacations and this. Okay. What about, what do you like? Well, I really want to look at retirement as well and look at 
Are we going to be saving enough for the future? Okay, how do we bring these two concepts together mm-hmm. in a workable solution that we can both get behind? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think you know it's talking about it and and understanding each other is a good first step. Uh, so let me ask you uh, in this uh, in the Matrix, as you have not the Matrix in terms of the movie, <laughs> but uh, in, uh, in in this uh, personality. It sounds like there may be times when a cruise director needs to operate as a litigator. Well, you know, that's uh, when, when you say that, do you mean that they feel like they, they need have to, to learn to be able to either move and especially if they're an individual and they don't have a partner, let's say they're single mm-hmm. and they're a cruise director. Uh, is it, um, is it wise for someone to understand who they are in terms of not just who they are in Christ, but understand mm-hmm. their wiring from a financial personality uh, standpoint, understand uh, where their tendencies are and uh, say, well, you know, a litigator, how would a litigator think? What might that, what would that look like? Is that helpful or is that hurtful? Well, that's uh, a very, uh, that's a Vernon, that's a very good question. So I'm going to try to answer that in this way. Um, They should recognize their strengths and weaknesses, and they should recognize the strengths and weaknesses of the other personality types. And so what I would say is, while we wouldn't want the cruise director to try to change who they are, because Mm. that that is not, it's not biblical, but number two, it's not going to be helpful for them long term. They should recognize, you know what, I have some weaknesses here that are inherent in my personality and I don't maybe I don't have a spouse that's analytical in nature. And so I want to bring someone around me that mm. can help me in this area, someone who is gifted and wired differently than me, that is gifted and wired in a way that can help me set long-term plans. I'm not comfortable setting long-term plans. I really don't even know how, where to start. So bring someone around you that can help you do that. And I think that that's the most important thing is the recognition. I've got this part covered. You know, I feel that I've got, uh, in many cases, as we're talking about, you know, a cruise director, a giving style, I'm a good short-term planner. I feel like I'm on top of these issues, but I don't have a good long-term plan. I don't, I don't like budgeting. I don't like managing my money. So if I'm a cruise director, then, you know, what's one of the greatest tools ever invented? It's called automation. It's going to automatically come out of my check so that I don't have to think about it. Build things around you that can help you reach your goals, but don't require you to think about it. Whereas a litigator is going to be up at 3 a.m. thinking, oh, yeah, I got to transfer that money over at 8 a.m. That's just their, their nature. They're going to think, I need to do that because it, 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 it comes naturally to them. So build it into where you don't have to worry about it and think about it and then bring others around you that can help you set up a long term strategy that will work. And same thing maybe for race car drivers to find mm-hmm. that person that they can go to to help them get what's in their head out and even the same illustration, get it automated because they're, they don't so they don't have to think about it and and uh, get that out and let it move forward and have whatever the right time period to uh, review it. But I think you brought up a great point and uh, we're going to be wrapping up here in just a minute. But 
It's having people or someone that they can go to, whether it's a couple or an individual that they can go to and say, hey, this money's important. Uh, in, in Money's not evil. Money mm-hmm. is important. And if you just say, I'm not going to think about it, that's not a good strategy either. That's exactly uh, right. You know, mm-hmm. so storing treasures is a good place that can offer some help. Can you describe a couple things that you can, where you can offer some help and assistance to individuals and um, what does that look like? Yeah. So, so Vernon, great question. And, and, you know, the timing of this podcast and our conversations are so, um, you know, perfect because next week we are rolling out a new program that, you know, in the time that I've uh, been doing this since 2003, I've had these different programs in person, um, different levels of technology. And we now have a one landing page, one stop shop for people that are looking for an ongoing support and help. And it's at storingtreasures.com. It'll be available again next week, middle of the week, where you go and you can take your assessment. But then when you do, you can subscribe to our to our program. It is $7 a month, extremely reasonable for someone to get the tools that they that they need to be successful. There's a there's a, in there a learning center where you can learn how to get out of debt. You can watch videos. You can see testimonials. You can learn how to if you save and invest. It's just like your Netflix on demand. You can decide today I want to know about saving and investing. You can go in and learn about it, and then you there's a toolbox where you can actually set up your own information. You can determine your net worth. You can set goals. You can learn how to get out of debt, uh, put your paycheck information in. So it's a very practical way. So you learn about stewardship, you learn about some of those important topics, and then you're able to actively, what I would call, apply them. Then there's a new program we have called the Staff Calendar, which is like an Outlook calendar for your money where you can put your information in and keep track of it. Very simple, very easy, and actually look at your balance day by day. Those are the practical tools available to you. And then there's the ability to ask questions. You can ask questions of storing treasures. Maybe there's something you've been struggling with and you're like, you know, I just I could use a second opinion. Ask us. We have a, a resource network, a group of professionals that were, that were growing uh, over time, financial planners, housing specialists, uh, insurance agents. Uh, soon we're going to have some estate planners they're going to be a part of it. And we're actually growing this out uh, where you can ask questions of them and actually get um, information from them about perhaps how they can help you. So that becomes part of your plan as you work through your basic financial questions. So, you know, all of that. And then because the personalities are such an important part of how we interact, you have the ability to be able to connect in a Facebook group in one of the four groups, cruise director, race car driver, litigator, and statesman. And we will be giving you information based on your own unique style. I've been giving information in the cruise director page that I typically may not give in the litigator page because it's going to be more applicable to cruise directors. And there's the practical aspect that I think is going to be very valuable. So this, we're really excited about this opportunity. Um, It is something that we've been working on now for about eight months, and we are thrilled to unveil it next week. Well, this is this is amazing, and it's going to start. I think the starting point for most 
um, that at the storingtreasures.com is going to be the assessment. That's right. Uh, and the assessment can, is right there on the homepage. Yep. It'll be right there on the homepage and they can take that and they click, take it, and they'll get some information about, uh, about that personality type and where they yes. land. Mm-hmm. That's exactly um, right. They'll, they'll get their uh, coordinates, their two numbers, and they'll get basic information about their own style, which will be a, a, a big help. And then and if they're I'm interested in learning more, they can they can join the subscriber network. And I think that and and that's um, that's such a low cost. That is for the amount of resources. That's incredible, and that's something we definitely <laughs> want to support, and uh, we'll refer folks that way. Uh, one thing we want to do together is Grace Ministries International and uh, Storing Treasures. We want to put on a conference uh, mm-hmm. that uh, we're going to open up to so you can, this is an audio podcast where you can visually see a little bit more about uh, these personalities, a little bit uh, a little bit more in depth and can uh, and get you over into the assessment. And we want to do that. Uh, Mike, um, are you open to that idea? Absolutely. I love it. You know, I, I, well, then, I, I would love it. Well, good. No, that that this is what we're we're going to plan that, and so I will ask folks to watch the uh, watch the uh, page, the uh, Grace Ministries page, and uh, gmint.org. That's Grace Ministries International, gmint.org, and uh, we're going to have a registration. We'll also send it out in email, uh, so you can register for that conference. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, I thank you, Mike, uh, for joining me very much. Thank you, Vernon. I appreciate the time. And uh, I hope, you know, I don't know what your next step is, folks, as you're listening to this information. Uh, I would encourage you to uh, pray and ask your Heavenly Father uh, for just an honest revelation about where you are financially. Uh, You might want to just say, Father, show me my next step. Because maybe you have been talking about it. Maybe you've been talking about saving more, getting out of debt, or you don't really have a plan. You don't, what about vacation? What about all of this stuff? And, and you're just not getting it. Maybe your next step is going to be checking out storingtreasures.com, attending uh, the conference that we're going to put on. So I would encourage you, whatever the Lord reveals to you and shows you, that you, it may be time, as I always say, it may be time for you to stop talking about it and start walking. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.